And welcome back to Views and News through till 12 o'clock with me, Clarence Ford. Your WhatsApp messages again, 0725671567. And you've been busy on that front. Lots of catch-up to do. Uh, your calls on 021-446-0567. Uh, Barbara, have you heard of Johanna Sabeta, a.k.a. Joe the Criminal? I have. I mean, it has come to my uh, attention this morning. Disgusting. And we I mean, I'm, I'm shocked and horrified. But as I said to him, he won't jaywalk there again. <laughs> Will he? Lesson learned. He's shaking his head. He, in fact, goes underground now. He goes under the concourse, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to wait for the green light. But I mean, light. it wasn't one He's going to wait for the green, he's gonna wait for the green light. He's going to wait for the green walking yeah. man. Can you believe it? Yeah. Is that, can that even happen in Cape Town? Well, three cops. It took three cops to apprehend Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do crowdfunding, eh, Joe? Yeah, we have to do crowdfunding. For that story and the way he told it, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I, th- I think it's great. Zero tolerance is what we need. Zero tolerance. Don't you think so? Yes, it's the smaller crimes that then prevent the bigger ones. Well, they call it the breaking window theory. Yeah. That New York tried to They've do. applied it in New York. Yeah, it, I mean, it seemed to work. And they were I mean, It still works. Yeah. But it, there was a, a book written about it, yes. Yeah, but I think laws can't be just applying to some people and not to others. Laws aren't. Well, as Joe pointed out to the, to the authorities, <laughs> apparently, he said, look, there are people there doing far worse mm. things, but you're coming at me. Well, that's their that, job. Yeah. Um, the traffic cops, that's their job. They're not going to go and stop the drug dealers. Okay, they're going to stop the jaywalkers. Okay, I got you. Okay. There we go, Joe. There we go, Joe. The Don't criminal. use that in your defense. We've got a criminal in our midst, yes. They've got to do moving violations, and you are a moving <laughs> violation. That's a good point, actually, Barbara. Uh, what have you got for us today? Yeah, it's all quite controversial this morning. So the first, um, the first topic that I'm going to be discussing is trending Big time, and the hashtag that's trending is hashtag boycott Costa Coffee. And what this is about is it's the UK, it's the largest coffee chain in the UK. Costa Coffee um, started, I think, in the 70s by by um, by Mr. Costa, but it's currently um, owned. It's a subsidiary of Coca-Cola since 2019, so it's grown to thousands of of stores. They have put. Uh, a caricature of what they depict as a trans man. It's part of a mural they've now explained, a bigger mural that was around during Pride Month that they've captured and put on the side of some of their coffee vans. And it shows this um, trans man without a top on in long sort of board shorts holding a cup of coffee um, and he has very visibly his top surgery mastectomy scars. Um on, in the mural, in the picture, and people have reacted very strongly. Obviously, there are a lot of groups saying it's irresponsible, that it's glorifying irreversible surgery, it's promoting this kind of muta- mutilation in healthy girls. Trans rights activists are saying top surgery, while it has the normal risks of surgery, doesn't harm people, it saves lives of those people with a gender identity disorder who, who, who have you know, a very unhappy life and who in fact sometimes take their own lives because they are so unhappy in the bodies in which they are born. So there are two sides to this. And uh, Costa has defended itself and said we want to be inclusive. But I think, you know, why does it always have to be so extreme? I think there's a middle ground here. I mean, there are women who are saying, you know, they've had breast cancer and had their breasts 
um, removed for medical reasons. They had no choice. And that seeing these scars is very triggering for them. And there's a whole range of other things. It's I a kind of desperation. You know, they, they do these things that you and I can talk about. it. Uh, and again, the okay. maybe Costa Coffee benefits in terms of brand exposure. Although but, people but are very unhappy about it. Yeah, um, you can't do it at the expense of so much emotional pain that goes with uh, whether it's your personal decision or whether it's imposed on you, a mastectomy uh, comes yeah. with and, emotional And I think also, pain. and I might get lambasted for saying this, in, I've heard this from quite a few people and feminists and people that work in the field, in the medical field, is that this kind of trend where young kids are being taken to doctors um, by their parents because they're kind of unsure of issues around their identity or their gender and then face the prospect of either being on hormones or having the surgery too early. I mean, I do think, I mean, I just remember being a teenager and actually finding it so uncomfortable when my breasts began to appear. Like I, if I could have got rid of them, I probably would have at one point in my life. I think that's kind of normal for a lot of kids you go through some of that so i'm not comparing this to people with genuine gen gender identity mm. disorder but what i mean is when you're nine or ten are you really in a position to know i'm sure there is a tiny percentage of people that absolutely know from the day they are born that they are they feel that they're in the wrong body but i think for a lot of kids it's part of it's part of the evolution of your development and i just got concerned that maybe you know, you don't want to be doing these things young. You don't want to be giving kids hormones before puberty because, I mean, I have read that medically it's really bad for your body. Mm. It's bad for your bone development. I mean, I'm probably going to get like attacked for saying this, but I just feel, you know, I get concerned about real cases and maybe like what has become kind of a zeitgeist, a kind of a trend where you're kind of saying to little girls, you know, seeing those kind of images you're kind of going well am i who am i mm. what am i should i be trying to actually surgically change myself or am i just going through a, some kind of development i don't know the answers to this my problem is you can't even talk about it or you get mm. cancelled you can't even talk you get topics i mean you do get topics i mean you know there are a lot of people in a lot more i don't understand that really you know don't. powerful positions than me have spoken out in some way and not because i mean i'm not anti anything i just think you should be allowed to say i find this complicated Let's explain how do you get topics how well, do you get cancelled? You, I mean, you don't. I mean, are they like just hard on you? They're just harsh. Is, well, is they, 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 they will. You'll end up on a trend like J.K. Rowling. You know, hashtag cancel, cancel her. Because she <laughs> made comments about this a while ago. <laughs> and and I don't know. Can't we talk? Can't are we living in a world? Because you know what I was thinking. No matter how okay, maybe these are amazing. You know, it's amazing to raise these topics for discussion and for. The big lesson to learn is we all need to be tolerant. We need to be tolerant of each other and of everyone's right to be who they want to be. But as soon as you're saying that you cannot talk about things or ask questions, yeah. we're in an, a, a repressive society. Yeah. Whatever side you're on. Yeah, apart from taxes and death, the only other consistency you're going to find in life is change. And we should be able to have a conversation because what happens in 20 years if suddenly this is no longer okay? Now you're not allowed to, do you know what I mean? Like things change. Yeah. Things change. I'm be open, be accepting, Your and above all, change. be tolerant. You were a Stalinist. I was a Trotskyite. Look at us now. <laughs> I was a Leninist. Oh, you were a Leninist. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I was definitely changed. not a Stalinist. I'm a pragmatist. And now, now I'm not. 
Exactly. I'm yeah. a pragmatist too. Age is going to kick you. Age is, and that's probably what's happening to me too. So I remember how radical I was when I was in my 20s. Oh, you were a Leninist. You couldn't have been a Stalinist, too. Exactly. Oh. Marxist Leninist. But I am no longer. I am no longer. No, those isms belong exactly where we were. And even now, these are almost like isms. You know. And they're going to. And, and I think they're going to be lost quickly, more quickly than Marxism, Leninism. Oh, I don't. The world is definitely in a transitional yeah, phase uh, in many ways. I, and I'm excited about it. Yes. I'm excited about these debates. I'm They're excited important. that people think that they can cancel a mind because you cannot cancel a mind. But, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's exciting. And the next times. story is similar. Here we go again. But different. <laughs> cancel. Exactly. So, top rate, Virginia, that's in the United States, a radio presenter. His name is Don Geronimo, and he works for WBIG Big 100. He's a presenter on that radio station. He was covering um, he was covering a sports event. It was a training camp for one of the sports teams there. Sorry, I clearly don't know much about the sport. It was baseball, and he mistakenly he saw a, a, a woman. Uh, walking across the screen and he was commenting on the radio about her and he mistake mistook this award-winning reporter called Charlotte McBride for it and he called her a Barbie girl he called he referred to as a chick and he said she's probably a cheerleader okay so yes I mean she was dressed in a sort of like you know Barbie looking outfit but let's put that to the side it doesn't matter I mean she's a very good sports presenter and broadcaster but he referred to her as such on 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 the live radio subsequently the radio station has done an investigation and he has been fired and my question is this yes it wasn't cool that he assumed she was a cheerleader and he referred to her as a barbie girl but should the sanction be that he gets fired again why do you have to cancel someone if he's a, an older man, yes, he needs to understand why what he did was offensive to her, but can't you have a discussion? Can't you actually have a conversation about it and then possibly give him some sort of warning? And he goes on air and he goes, you know what? Actually, the, I spoke a bit out of turn here. Like, actually, I understand that woman, you know, should be viewed in that way or whatever the story is. But again, like the reaction online is, it's actually quite funny. Yeah. And also she then put out a statement and she said, you know, she's taking a few days of work to kind of like process this whole thing. And everyone was like, shame, this was life-threatening. Well, so mental health is <laughs> so different. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being so mean. I, um, I, I had a I had a colleague who walked into to the radio station a while ago uh, and she identified as the sports chick. And I was like, no, you can't do that. You A lot more than the sport. But that that's where she wanted to be. Uh, what, what do I do? Exactly. And you and I, a slightly different generation, I know that when I was a teenager in the 70s, we used the word chick all the time. Okay. That was our lexicon. We used the word chick, 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 chick. Then in the 80s, I was at UCT, was this like lefty activist. It was unacceptable to use the word chick. And I like literally banished it from my language. And so now when I hear it, I kind of have like you, I have that slightly weird reaction. I was walking in our offices last week and I heard a woman downstairs talking to another woman and a man and she was telling a story about someone and she was talking about this chick and I, I but I do I kind of go and I've learned that the younger people today are using the word so when does language again what we were saying in the first uh, discussion where are these laws and rules and language changes and evolves and its meaning changes 
Yes, I remember as a young girl not loving it when boys spoke about girls as chicks. It always felt a little bit demeaning to me. I don't have the answers. My question is, because these things are unfolding, playing out in social media, you track them as trending. Is it necessary for us to talk about it here? That's my question. Is it really deserving? I think there are interesting debates that are going on in society. That's the purpose. I think so. Yeah. Like I think this then is. I'm going to stand firm on certain things. You, you absolutely can, and that's my point. Is should should one be fired for saying the word chick, um, referring to her as that or a Barbie doll, or should it be a conversation and saying, well, let's talk about mm. it. Let's unlearn. Again, what I said in the first thing. Let's learn to be more tolerant that not everyone is where you're at, or maybe never will be, or has a right to their own views. I mean, I definitely come from a place when I was younger where I was a little bit intolerant of other people's views if I didn't agree with them. I'm learning that actually more than one thing can be true and we have to be more tolerant. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, I think we've seen diversity in positions more so than maybe the present generation. generation. Yeah, yeah. Where I we think could they hold, are seeking diversity. But yet they are becoming quite repressive yeah. in the way that it is being played out okay let's go on to Last venice story. one of my favorite yeah. cities yeah so again i haven't been to venice and it is definitely on my bucket list like i have this dream of going to venice because it has so much you know it's such a, a, a well-known um, image in literature in in movies and yet it is now facing potentially unesco is saying that it might be put on the danger list um, of heritage sites because it is failing to tackle issues around climate change and mass tourism. And when I was reading the, all the articles that are being published about this particular story, like I thought about the irony of it. One of the things, because we know it's got all these problems with the canals and it's, um, and sea levels rising and it's almost like it's sinking. And I was thinking it's so interesting. The capital of Veneto welcomes around 25 million people a year. But that very thing, we all want to go to Venice, is what is causing um, more of a problem. There are too many people in the city and it is kind of adding to the problem. So I just thought that was one of those kind of ironic um, issues. They're saying airports, turnstile, airport-like turnstiles, not airport turnstiles, airport-like turnstiles for the city are being tested to control the flow of people. And if the number becomes too high to stop new visitors from entering, um, you know, you know, Venice could make it onto uh, the UNESCO's list of 55 other sites where conservation has been deemed necessary, you know, in order for it to be sustainable and for it not to, like, disappear. So I just thought that was one of those ironies. Like, on the one hand, we all want to go to Venice to visit it. On the other hand, that's part of what the problem is for a very fragile city, seemingly, at the moment. So I thought that was an interesting point. Very important point, uh, because I finally have a moment to listen. Uh, If one looks at the rates of suicide among and murder of trans people across the world for decades and decades, then I'd say it makes perfect sense to rethink sharing our opinions. Yeah, think about your opinion. I agree with that. Some people shoot from the hip. Yes. We're not disagreeing with no, that. But the yeah. question in that story which I spoke about was, should they put up a graphic of of someone with a double mastectomy scar cartoon? Um, or is that something that other people might find very triggering for their own experience? Sure. That's and I all. think it's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate question. But I people don't have shoot answers. from the hip and they argue 
Yeah, let's not be anti-anything. Yeah. Let's just be tolerant. Okay, thank you, uh, Barbara. It is 9.48. Brett Heron is waiting. Brett Heron, Secretary General of the Good.